0: everyone i'm joe and i just wanted to take a moment and say thank you for listening to our Lincoln e-free podcast we are grateful for your support to shine the light of christ in every home and business in the lincoln lakes area and beyond in case you're not aware we have a youtube channel which you can find the link in our bio we hope you enjoy this week's message and encourages you and helps you to become the light that god designed you to be with that let's jump in What's your favorite part of Christmas family, family yeah food. what else food yeah, and I'm sure you have was, is it mason or yeah, it's yeah you what, you, what you, food yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah what's your favorite part lights, lights. isn't they great? Uh, You know, and and if you were Jewish or have Jewish relatives, Hanukkah started, was it on the 5th and goes for 10 days or 7th or about 10, I think it ended on the 15th, that's the Festival of Lights and that ties into a historical piece I may mention this morning, but uh, that's Hanukkah, the celebration of lights and uh, boy, in the North Country, don't we love light? Oh yeah, this time of the year, you go by on White Pine Lane, and you see, we got a lot of lights out. All right, your favorite part of Christmas? Having Jesus, love connect you and your family. Having Jesus' love connect you and your family. You know what? That's the best, isn't it? From the mouths of children. Scripture says, a child shall lead them. How about that? Yeah, that's good. Anyone else? Singing. Music, yeah, singing. Oh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. and and kids uh for for that uh we 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 love it we appreciate good music and uh you know for a rural church we got really good music and uh, thank god for that um do you know that a lot of rural churches are listening to a boombox for worship yeah thank you all of you um all right Nobody said shopping. Maybe we ought to just toss that part, huh? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't, want us, you don't want moms and dads to toss. No, you want them to keep shopping, don't you? And maybe that's why we do it for the kids, huh? My favorite part has always been late Christmas Eve. The kids were in bed. Now they're all out of the house. But Christmas Eve, I mean, we've got a big family. There are five kids, all married, 14 grandkids. Uh, they're, they're, They're just crazy good. It's wonderful. But oh my goodness, the best part comes when everybody's in bed, everybody's quiet, and Pam and I have traditionally sat down. It's usually around midnight with a cup of tea. And we just sit there and take a breather. We've got everything set for the next day. And that's my favorite part. Life has a way of just getting crazy busy, doesn't it? It's, it's, it's sort of the age that we live in. But I'm not so sure that it wasn't pretty crazy for our parents too. But every generation faces more craziness. You know why? Because two overwhelming things in our society continue to happen. Things are speeding up and with that Things get complicated, and it brings on stress. I mean, we got international and national stress, to be sure. We thank God we're not living in Ukraine or Gaza or even Israel. You know, going to sleep at night, we know that we don't have to trust that iron dome to stop missiles that might come in. I mean, wow. The U.S. military is on alert, just in case. There are things internationally that that could disturb us. I personally get disturbed over what's happening to the evangelical church and to the church in general across our country. We are without a doubt following the way of Europe. How many years will it be before most of our churches are turned into concert halls or empty buildings? I thank God that we experience very little of this here, but many churches right around us are half their attendance that they were before COVID. I thank God for our young families our kids age who believe church to be an important thing and they're here and they're yeah it's crazy Wednesday night it's even it's crazy here and it's crazy over at Shamana and yeah you know what kids are expensive they they break windows and they do all kinds of things you, you, you just remember those of you my, my age How expensive kids were and how when you get to be our age, finally, you got a little money in your wallet because somebody's not pulling it out for you. Thanks, dad. Off they go. But more than anything else, it's that personal peace that we long for. that sense of well-being expressed by the Hebrew word shalom far more than just the absence of conflict but it starts there sense of well-being how many of you were up at 3 a.m. worrying about something or maybe it was 2 a.m. or some other time everything Feels a little heavier at night, doesn't it? Maybe you're worrying about kids, about finances, relationships, medical things. Boy, that could just really steal the peace, can it? Turn us into restless people. Sin and everything associated with it leads to restlessness. Ever been accused of being restless recently? There's a, good, there's a good chance there's some sin behind that. On the other hand, it may just be that life is going by too quickly. Can't get everything done. Or it's getting too complicated. Oh my word. How can anyone figure this out? Life gets complicated and it goes by at warp speed. But I'm here to tell you today you can have peace. Certainly a measure of peace. The measure is directly proportionate to how much we trust the Prince of Peace. Zechariah of old longed for peace. And we're gonna look at what's called Zachariah's song, the Benedictus, this morning. We're gonna look at a look at it right now up on the screen, and I'm gonna ask you to stand as we read. All right. I'll bring you in and, that, and his father Zechariah was filled, his father being John the Baptist's father, was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied saying together, blessed be the Lord God of Israel for he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. As he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets from of old that we should be saved from our enemies from the hand of all who hate us to show the mercy promised to our fathers and to that he swore to our father Abraham to grant us that we being delivered from the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all our days we will be called the prophet of the most high for you will go before the lord to prepare his ways to give the knowledge for his people the forgiveness of our sins because of the tender mercies of our god whereby the sunrise shall visit us from on high to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. You may be seated. Just like us, Zechariah had a lack of peace having to do with national and international things going on. He longed for the day when Israel would not be battered back and forth like a ball on a volleyball court between major empires. 200 years before Zechariah, the Syrians to the north had managed to best the Egyptians in the south and claim control of this land. The reason this land was so important was because so much trade went between, went across it, back and forth, back and forth. And if you had a trade route, you could get a little cash as they passed through. The Syrians were bent on Hellenizing or liberalizing the whole land as well as their whole empire they were just the most recent dictators batted back and forth earlier between egypt and babylon and and assyria and and and, and, and greece and so forth now it was the syrians in control and they were bent on hellenizing One of the evidences was that they actually built a gymnasium, an arena, in Jerusalem. Men only because they competed naked. Part of the Hellenization, which really challenged the Jews of Jerusalem. But like any other country, they split between liberals and conservatives, just how our country is split today. There were those liberals who thought, you know, to get along, let's just go along. Not make a stink. And then there were others who said, uh We must keep ourselves pure and separate, the Hasidim, eventually Pharisees, the conservative ones. The liberal ones tended to be the priests or the Sadducees, but in time they were split as well. Under the Syrians, the liberals had their had their way. And I kid you not, as I mentioned in the Sunday School class this morning. That 200 years, just over 200 years before Zechariah. Jewish high priests were offering sacrifices to Jupiter in their temple. Finally one named Judas the hammer Maccabeus rose up with other conservatives and booted the Syrians out and they took control 167 BC today they celebrate the festival of Hanukkah in in, in celebration of the rededication of the temple to Yahweh but you know Jewish folks just like everyone else there was battles in between them they continued to battle liberal versus conservative the liberals reaching for their friendship with Syria to help And finally the conservatives, in order to hold on to power, reached for Rome. Come and help us. Did you know they pretty much invited the Romans in? Hoping the Romans would come in, establish the conservatives in power, and then leave, they never left. They continued to oppress the people of Jerusalem And Judea in ways we don't understand if I'm a Roman soldier I could have Jim do pretty much whatever I wanted him to do and if he didn't do it I could have him whipped it was it was a burden it was unsettling but even with all of this Zechariah just like us was most unsettled, not by the international politics and military going on, but he was most unsettled, I think, by the things going on in his own personal life. He quietly bore two huge disappointments. First, he and Elizabeth were childless. Now, in this day and age, we say, well, just adopt someone. Or even if you don't adopt, you you really elicit almost pity and, and, and encouragement from others because we're sorry. Not back then. Because you see a child born into a family was a sign of God's approval. And Zachariah, who is described as a righteous man. people would look at him and say, oh, too bad. We obviously don't know everything there is to know about Zechariah. There must be some skeleton in his closet. We don't have to go back too far in our, in, in our lives. I was born with a dark brown birthmark right there. Right now I have what I call a fencing scar. Do you know that my uncle said to other family members, not to my mother, he said, my sister must have done something wrong. That's what mom had to live with. Zechariah had this huge disappointment was he had not been chosen to offer incense It was chosen by lot, which means God chooses. And if God chooses, if God doesn't choose, what does that say? It only confirms the other. We all have disappointments, don't we? And they unsettle us and they come back to us at three o'clock in the morning as a heaviness. Jesus is called the Prince of Peace because only in him can you have peace. Do you know how the world achieves peace? By denial. They deny the circumstances around them. They deny the consequences of their action. They deny, they deny, they deny. My favorite line out of the Russian novelist Fyodor Dostoevsky is he says, he lives most happily who knows best how to deceive himself. That's how a lot of people, Christianity finds peace, not in denial. We face the facts, facts are friends. We face the facts. And the fact one day that we will all face is we're dying. That's the ultimate test. Jesus says, in this world, you're going to have trouble. But in me, you can have what? Peace. Shalom. Would you pray with me? Do you have that peace today or are you feeling restless? Sin causes restlessness. It may not be some big sin like murder or thievery. It may just be worry. Yeah. God sees that as sin because you're not trusting him. He says, trust me, don't be afraid. The worst can happen. But if you know Jesus as your personal savior, the best, shalom is yet to be. Will you trust him today? You weren't meant to live with that restlessness. God wants you to have peace. And this Christmas, I want to encourage each of you to carve out a little time. I know some of you with young families are crazy busy. Carve out a little time. Even if it's punctuated moments in your day to stop and reflect upon the peace that God promises you. Not peace because things are going to improve, but peace no matter what. Thank you, Jesus, for such a gift. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's message. If you're interested in learning more about Lincoln E-Free Church here in the Lincoln Lakes area, you can go check out our website, lincolnefree.org, and you can give us a follow on Facebook. Have a great week.